Lucinda Williams here, and welcome to the 27th episode of the PPC Podcast. As of today, when I'm recording this episode, we are counting the votes. Now, I have loved ones on both sides, so I don't get too political. But one thing is for certain, somebody is going to lose. But sometimes it takes a loss for growth. And on that note, Let's get on with it. When I was a child, I hated to lose. See, my father used to constantly challenge my brothers and I in one competition or another. He was constantly pitting myself against them, him against us. If it was a a bike ride or, or a run, he was always having us compete. And I hated to lose. Well, eventually I learned a lot from losing. His choice to push us to our limits and oftentimes beat us. He showed us that losing is, is a part of growth. It makes us aware of our shortcomings and our flaws. It, it gives us the need to try new things and eventually do bigger things. And we wouldn't have that if we hadn't lost. Well, my friend Audrey Tang, a Christ-loving musician and businesswoman, has had her share of losses and she's going to share that with us. But before she does, we're going to play her song, Pray, with her band, Walking on Water, Audrey Tang. Pray. 
What's up? I'm good. It's yeah. a beautiful morning in Singapore. Skies are blue. If you like humidity, it's really humid today. Um, yeah, I'm doing good. Thank you so much for joining me on the PPC podcast. Very excited because one of the things that I think that is so important is for people to get out of their home. Every once right. in a while, it's a good thing to live somewhere else. And I was fortunate to meet you when I lived Mm-hmm. Uh, Audrey Tang is a phenomenal drummer and she's uh, an amazing and wonderful person. She's she when I think about Christianity, I think about Audrey Tang. <laughs> wow. Because I mean like that I, I think you're like the type of person that you try to live like Jesus and I and I love that about you. Um so Audrey, tell us a little bit about your yourself who, who are you okay well I'm Singaporean I just turned 50 this year um, and I love uh, music very much and um, I decided from an early age that I was gonna make it uh, my career um, but the realities of being in Singapore um, kind of disallowed me to uh, make it my only career so I I'm bivocational so I work in the, in the day and play music at night actually you know when I went to the States I realized that's not unusual at all no. uh, yeah. <laughs> but it is in Singapore um, uh, of course uh, um, at this time during COVID um, those who have a day job uh, of course having it a little bit easier than, than those who only do music so big shout out for those who are uh, at this time struggling um, to make ends meet um, being artists yeah so you studied in uh, the United States right? yes I went to Berklee College of Music in Boston that was a whole age ago I graduated in 1999 you know and I, I was actually hoping that Prince would be at my convocation you know because you know <laughs> but uh, no but we got David Bowie and Wayne Shorter it was awesome um, I met a lot of beautiful people while I was living in Boston uh, and I made a point not to just befriend musicians. Um, it can be a little bit overwhelming so I, I made friends from MIT and Harvard. Uh, I wrote um, uh, Dragon Boat together. Uh, in fact, I didn't, I didn't row the boat. I, was, I just played the drums on the boat, you know. And uh, I did a whole bunch of things, went cycling, I did the Boston New York Age ride. Yeah, so I met a lot of different people there as well, um, and so yeah, it was a beautiful time. Uh, tough uh, because Boston's so cold. I mean, I come from the tropics, right? And uh, I had never been in any kind of wind chill factor in my life, you know. <laughs> so that was, I mean, uh, enjoying snow 
was fun for the first week, then you know after that was over it. <laughs> that's how I feel. I'm from Chicago. <laughs> right, right, right. Exactly. But that's one of my favorite towns, though. So Chicago is one of my favorite towns. Yeah. So, mm. so um, you're an artist first, but you also have a job because that's just kind of what you got to do sometimes. So right. You were telling me off the air about some stuff you've been going through. Why don't you? Yeah, so I, I I did work in, well, I kind of wanted to work in jobs that I liked, you know. Um, uh, so I did event planning for a bit and uh, concept uh, organization. Uh, but for 15 years, I worked with my dad, uh, my family business, and we uh, made this very cool thing called, uh, we, we project managed for a German company and we made holograms that protect against counterfeit. Well, that's a very good geeky thing which I love. But after 15 years, I was I was pretty much done and I, I really always felt God calling me to full-time ministry. So for two years, I, I worked for a, 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 an organization which specialized in evangelism. Um, during that time, it was a real struggle because, you know, working in um, a family business uh, and and switching over to fundraising for this um, uh, organization was tough, and I, I was it was a steep, steep learning curve. And at forty-seven, um, you know, I never really saw myself as being old and too old to learn new tricks. But um, perhaps uh, the the people who had authority over me felt that I was done, and so that was tough because I didn't see myself leaving the organization so soon um, and uh, I, I thought I still had more to offer. In fact, I felt I was the wrong fit for the job. I really wanted to do uh, um, the job that was helping people rather than fundraising. I, you know, it was not something that I, I, I really enjoyed and I asked to be, I asked to be reassigned but um, they felt that it was time for me to go and I, I think I was very angry um, uh, all sorts of all sorts of uh, things are going through my mind. Not just anger, but like why and you know uh, just injustice and and um, part of it had to do with you know people not knowing who I was about and what I was called to do. And I knew I was called to the job. I knew deep down, and not only me, but my mentors knew. So it was very confusing time, and I was I was so upset, but I couldn't always voice it and I I'm the kind that don't doesn't like to cry much um, I'm Chinese you know we don't cry we don't like to cry much <laughs> so um, yeah so I, I, I just kind of um, uh, had to find an outlet you know so I had bought a foldable bicycle uh, and had been sitting collecting dust and and I thought okay you know what I'm just gonna cycle and so I pumped up the tires and I went out every day and my my pedaling turned into prayers, or rather, my I couldn't utter the prayers because I was so mad, and I didn't want to. I, I knew I was given a a a, a chance to not um, be the worst version of myself. The from the very um, hour that I heard uh, the bad news that I had to leave the organization, I made it a point to forgive. Even if I, I mean, it always takes two two hands to clap, right? So I probably had some wrong, and I was searching for like months. What did I do wrong? I still don't know what exactly um, was the reason why I had to leave. Um, 
and I may never know till I see Jesus. <laughs> but but you know, uh, um, I made it a point to forgive from the very beginning, and so as I cycled, every pedal was a prayer of just ah, you know. I was just like, uh, you know, there were times where the, the 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 ride was a long stretch and and there was nobody around, so I could literally just grunt and and not scream, but just like. You know, just ah, you know, just shout and 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 um, uh, just get it out. And I think I did that for about three months. And I I prayed. I said, God, please give me a job that you want me to have. And this is a because you know I had not planned to leave, so I didn't pray like where should I go, right? So I said, close the door that's not meant to be open, and then just uh, open open the right door. And the 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 test was this. You know, usually when you write uh, a letter to ask for a job, you know, you, you apply for a job, you usually get, even if it's a rejection, you get a letter and say, oh, you know, thank you for applying, but we are full now. You know, that kind of thing. But I, I said, Lord, make it such that I don't even get a reply. Okay? So I made applications, right? I even applied to Apple. Yeah, I decided I, I, I want to work in a job uh, that I love, you know, that, or an organization that I like. That was always been my... That was always my, um, uh, you know, goal, so that I can play music and work in an organization that I like, right? So, and you know what? I didn't receive any replies. But the one place that I applied to that wasn't a job but was a school was a, a place called Tongling Bible School in Singapore. It's not a theological uh, course. It's more like heart renovation. <laughs> so I didn't know that, but. People were trying to persuade me to, 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 to go for this course, so I okay. I thought, oh, you know, well, let's just apply. And as I started answering the questions, because there were these essay questions that you needed to to um, uh, fill out, and as I started to fill out the questions, I realized, yeah, this is this is quite right for me. So, uh, and of all things, I mean, six months, right? Or rather, three months. I've been applying for jobs and writing in to, to things. And the only reply I get is from Tongling Bible School. So I knew, okay, God's opening the door. And I, when I sent in my application, it was quite late. It was near the closing date and I got in. And I applied for school leadership. And the funny thing is that I didn't realize that you're supposed to go to another school first, like school of ministry before school leadership. So uh, based on the answers I gave in my in my um, uh, application, uh, they accepted me. So I, I knew God was in it. And it was a really uh, wonderful time. My whole class was made up of uh, different kinds of pastors or church workers who were really tired, who were burnt out. And, you know, some of them were in the same situation that I was in, which is kind of interesting to hear something like that from the church. You know what I mean? And um, so it was only during that class that I re uh, one of the classes that, that um, we took a test uh, that I realized that I was burning out in the previous organization, and uh, and I I I I didn't realize it. But most of my friends were telling me that hey, we knew all along, and we were telling you to stop and slow down, and I wasn't listening to them. And so maybe sometimes it takes a loss, and sometimes God sits us down, right? Yeah, <laughs> totally. And we won't do it. God sits us down. Yeah and yeah yeah and and we and, yeah because sometimes and most times to be honest we are hard of hearing 
and especially when it comes to spiritual things we are very hard of hearing you know so and and what happened to me uh i didn't understand for months until covid hit so i had all these plans because i was turning 50 this year that i was going to take my jubilee and uh, uh as in like uh take a sabbatical this year and and leave the organization this year and then go traveling or whatever um and, and then find a new job you know can you imagine if i had done that this year faced with this job situation where people are finding it hard to find work unless you're a computer programmer you know <laughs> if you code in python hey you're 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 okay you but know but I, I think it's so amazing that you know if you can only remember why you're going through painful experiences and struggles that there is for you god for someone else the a higher spirit for someone else the universe that knows what's going on that you don't know and right and if you could just remember that while you're going through the experience and so okay you know what i don't get this i don't mm. know what's going on but i'm gonna sit still and let this happen because yeah. something knows more than i do and that's what yeah happened to you yeah in fact you know there, there are a few times that that god spoke into my heart that i i knew that i knew that he was near you know and there were times it was very silent and it was kind of intentionally so to to build my strength from, from within but one of the imageries that i had was um you know the uh, israelites standing at the the edge of the red sea and you know pharaoh's coming from behind with the horses and chariots and they're like oh no we're gonna die here right and 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 god tells moses just stand still and watch me work you know and and that was uh, it's counterintuitive let me tell you everything about walking with jesus and walking with god is counterintuitive because our flesh doesn't want to do what god wants us to do the you know the spirit of god is really in opposition with our flesh and and you know the right thing the right the right quote unquote thing to do in our flesh when we're angry when we've been when there's injustice when uh, people lying about us is to fight back but that is actually the flesh thing to do that's why it's so hard i will never ever tell people oh it's real easy when you believe in god and believe in jesus all your whole life's gonna be hunky-dory no that's when it gets hard because you know the, the the saving part the love part is the easiest part but to walk holy is hard because uh the the whole principle of of giving your other cheek when someone slaps you is hard and and you know i i've i've come to this um it, it is i still struggle with it it's not something i've completely worked out, i have to say okay i have come to to this understanding that if i never get my vindication if i never get my explanation if these people never came to me and asked for forgiveness it's gotta be okay because god knows me and you know what uh um I, I i struggled with the fact that you know um uh the people closest to me may not even really know uh who i really am and who, uh, what i was called to do but god knows and so if the people closest to me don't really know who i really am and what i was called to do then can you imagine these the people that were in authority over me in this organization they for sure 
did not know what I was called to. They for sure did not know what God's plan was for me. And they, you know, that's why they made the decision that they made. But, you know, it, and God turned something like what he told uh, what he what he inspired Joseph, right? God turned something really bad because Joseph got like sold by his brothers, put in a pit, you know, and 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 some woman came onto him and he said no, and then he got thrown in jail for that, you know. He was uh, uh, falsely accused, you know, but he he told his family, look, God took something really horrible and many really horrible things in my life to turn to something good so that he could save. Uh, his family, you know, and, and so and that is the point of of this podcast today is be still, trust, and the journey that you are on is being led from above. And thank you so much, Audrey, for for sharing your story with us. I know yeah. many people that are going to uh, understand and have are are right where you've been, and um, I'm so excited and and to share you your music and the beauty that you have within thanks so much for, for joining me on the pc podcast my pleasure audrey had so much pain and anger but once she released that frustrating journey of loss it took her to exactly the place that she was supposed to be So if you hate to lose and fight it when it happens, you very well might be losing an opportunity to exceed your wildest dreams. Sometimes it's good to lose and like it. That's it for another PPC podcast. Next week, we'll know who our president will be. No matter if we lose, we will always win in the end. Thank you again to Audrey Tang, DJ Kid Disco for his wonderful production, DJ Larry Legend, Shane Stokes, and Sakine Beats for their wonderful beats. God bless you all. Until next week, that's a wrap.